All right, this episode is intro to Heartland Hearths and Heathen Hotties. Welcome. Uh, I am Amanda. And I'm Hannah. And we're just going to kind of give you an introduction as to who we are and our story, um, a little bit about um, what we've got going on, and we hope that you'll stick with us throughout this uh, podcasting uh, journey. Yeah, we're really excited to be here and to get our podcast going. Um, If you have a chance to, we're kind of basing it off of our blog at heartlandhearths.com. So we've got some great articles there that you should check out as well. Absolutely. Um, I guess we should probably talk a little about us individually. So uh, if you want to go first, Hannah, I'll let you maybe talk a little bit about where you're from and what kind of brought you into this whole podcasting scene of Heartland Hearths. Sure. Um, well, I am from a small town in Minnesota called Isle. Not many people have heard of it. Um, it's by Mille Lacs Lake, which a lot of people recognize if you ever mention that. Um, so I was born and raised here, still live here. Um, I got my degree in marketing a few years ago, which led me to meeting Amanda. I started doing some freelance work for different businesses, working on their marketing strategies and websites. And it was through that where I actually got a website for the chiropractor that I Amanda was working with at the time. And that's how we kind of met um, and grew from there. Um, Gosh, I don't know what to talk about for myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's always so much harder for yourself. But I, know. I mean, you're living in Isle and I mean, you're you got your boyfriend and you got Dakota because I'm sure she's going to be that's your dog. That's that's Hannah's dog, Dakota. And she's super, super sweet. And I'm sure you'll post pictures of, oh, I'm of sure. both of you. <laughs> and all your traveling adventures. Yep. Yeah, Dakota and I go on a lot of adventures. We did a road trip earlier this year. We're well, I'm going to Arizona next week. She unfortunately can't fly with me there, but yesterday we did some hiking <laughs> together. So she's she's great. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, and yeah, a little bit about me, Amanda, uh, as Hannah had kind of mentioned, we had met at one of my previous job sites in uh, Minnesota. I am currently now living in Western Wisconsin. I have was born and raised in Northern Minnesota as well. Small town called Mora. Most people haven't heard of it either <laughs> or confuse it with Morris, <laughs> which is not that's like far away. A lot of people confuse the two. But uh, yeah, I also have a business degree and we actually started referring business back and forth. And that's how Hannah and I really kind of grew to know each other and work together. And eventually with this whole um, COVID, I don't know if we have to edit that word out, um, hit, it really drove us to creating Midwest Business Adventures, which is our marketing business. We provide logos, websites, social media setup, social media content, maintenance, um, uh, small business consulting and the marketing strategy. So if you ever need anything like that, um, we do like working with small businesses and helping them get off the ground. But yeah, that's that launched us through the COVID and it's uh, really sustained us. And we've kind of slowly developed this amazing friendship and 
and we've got lots of stories to share. And that's kind of how we came about uh, Heartland Hearths because we just have so much in common and so much to talk about and so many different things that we're doing. Right. Um, I think that's kind of what got us started too, is just because we realized we had so much in common and we were into the same homesteading things and everyday adventure life of gardening and creating our and building our homesteads and kind of that same lifestyle that we're like we need to share this (laughs) well right and sometimes not that there's anything wrong with blogging and because obviously we have blogs up you know I've been kind of blogging for you know off and on for about a year now uh, consistently and I asked Hannah to redo my website and that's how we kind of came up with the whole Heartland Hearths because she's got so many amazing things to share and that I've learned from her and things that I'm wanting to show her and teach her um, with different things. And so we really were like, well, what, how do we do this? Well, the podcast and the website with the blogs and pod or the video blogs too, just kind of came about and we're really, really excited. So if you're a new homesteader, if you are somebody who is an entrepreneur in your own right, or a new gardener, you have different traveling adventures. We'll talk a little bit about Um, adventure motorcycle riding because that's something that Hannah and I will be doing in the future and then a little bit how uh, I don't I wasn't really sure how to title this but our heathen hotties section (laughs) which is kind of a kind of an inside joke I guess you could say but yeah (laughs) I like it though I do too so it does work it does work um so maybe we should talk a little bit about uh the homestead and the gardening portion of the blog and podcast um you actually have more experience with this than i do so why don't you talk a little bit about your history with it sure um well i guess i kind of grew up homesteading not really knowing it i feel like the whole trend of homesteading is kind of a trend right now if you know what i mean um it seems like it's kind of becoming more popular and I think it's becoming more popular in the last year with all the COVID kind of stuff. Not that it wasn't before. Absolutely. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. I grew up on this whole homesteading trend, um, not even really realizing it. We just, I mean, never really had a lot. Um, so we made our own stuff and we gardened and hunted and all that kind of stuff and I just always kind of grew up to know that's what you do and I enjoyed it so from there I've just kind of wanted to continue that because I like you know raising my own food in my garden and being (laughs) self-sustainable yeah I would honestly have to say mine is much more of a newer development because growing up we lived out in the country and we had a really really big garden but I was the normal teenager who didn't either have time or care to help. And if I did help, it was very minimal. (laughs) Like it's really stupid with now that I have, um, now that I have my own house and property, I've ran a tiller and some other, not heavy machinery, but other gardening machinery, but I've never run a lawnmower. I'm 30 years old and I've Oh, I've never, I've never <laughs> ran a lawnmower because the lawnmower we had growing up, my dad, that was my dad's toy. It was a riding lawnmower. We had five acres and he didn't want us to, he didn't want us to use it. And when I first moved out, I had um, a townhouse. And so I didn't have to mow my lawn. The association took care of it. Um, or when I lived in apartments, I didn't have to worry about it. Sure. So it's, it's, it's kind of funny to go from 
not doing absolutely anything to now I know how to take care of a garden, start my vegetables, um, use a tiller, and now I want to get chickens. And so this whole idea of being self-sustaining, I've always wanted to do it, but I never had the means to go about it. And so, like you said, kind of with the whole COVID thing, turning that trend into something realistic, I think just with how society is going, we almost have to be in case of that, you know, SHTF. Um, so for those of you who don't know what that means, when shit hits the fan um, scenario happens, whether it be like poor Texas, when the grid went down or super high inflation, people need to know, people need to know these basic survival skills. And even like in this last year, when I know from my local grocery store, I couldn't even get frozen vegetables a lot of the time. So it's even just right. things like that. You never, you don't expect it, but you never know when all of a sudden you're not going to be mm-hmm. able to get those things that you count on just running in the store quick to grab. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and it's definitely a learning curve and it's a process. You can't take on more than you can chew, so to speak. Last year, I was very conservative with the garden. We did really well. And so this year we're um, going bigger. And I feel much more prepared. I feel ready for that. I am trying new things as far as trying to grow things indoors. Um, As Hannah and I said, we are in the Midwest. So we do have winter. We have four full seasons. It gets very cold here. Um, A year-round greenhouse is ideal, but they are expensive because of how cold it gets in the winter. Um, The type of greenhouse I would need would also need either solar panels or electricity of some kind. Um, to help with any lights because it is dark longer date or for more days. Um, So I'm trying to do some indoor gardening and that's a whole new learning curve, but we'll probably talk about that too in a later podcast. Um, But you also have like more canning experience than I do, or like that one day you and I made bread together. It was, uh, yeah, well, it was a lot of fun. It's funny because I never grew up canning. Like we just didn't. My dad, I guess, has <laughs> always been more. So my, because my parents are divorced, and so I, my dad kind of was more on the homesteading and gardening. But my, I mean, my mom and my stepdad, we always did that stuff too because we lived on my mom's farm. She grew up on, and we did things like have a small garden and tap trees for syrup every year and just different things like that. Um. But then my dad was always, let's have a huge garden and let's just jump into having chickens. We've never had them before, but let's start with 50 baby chicks. And I think that's <laughs> oh my, my problem and where I get it from, where I'm like, okay, let's just, we're going to do it. Let's just do it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Whereas I'm like, let's be safe. Let's start with like six chickens. (laughs) Yeah, it's fun. We kept all 50 chickens in the basement until they were big enough to go outside, you know. Wow. But um, what would you say was the easiest or the hardest part about having chickens and that many at once for a new person? You know, I think it wasn't bad. Like, you get used to it and you get into a routine with them just like anything. Well, from what people have been saying, like chickens are pretty easy. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, a lot of like blogs and video blogs and uh, just pe- talking to people, chickens are easy. Yes. It's it's coming to the reality of 
harvesting. Whereas for me, I don't care. I go deer hunting. Like I'll harvest a chicken. I just want to make sure I'm doing it correctly. Right. I I will eat chicken. I will harvest it. I'm not a big fan of birds. Whereas some people, they like have birds as pets. Um, I do appreciate beautiful birds like finches and woodpeckers and chickadees, but I'm not a big fan of birds. So I have no qualm about yeah see that's killing me a chicken too. and eating <laughs> that was me too like i never had to help with the butchering processing part of the chickens but i mean we had cows growing up at my mom's and yeah we loved them okay. they were like our pets but it was i mean you knew their purpose <laughs> so well right and yeah. you have a new appreciation for them oh for you sure you have a new appreciation mm-hmm. so we'll definitely have to make that another uh another video or blog podcast because uh there's a few different things I want to talk about with that why don't we move a little bit more onto the entrepreneurship part of it because you have a lot going on with um your travel business your entrepreneur her um we have MBA or Midwest Business Adventures that's our acronym you guys for that so if you ever hear us um talk about that I've got um my doula businesses and I also have um, Winter Oak Motor Adventures with my husband, which is a big part of our life and why this homesteading is so important to me. But yeah, why don't you, why don't you start with your stuff? Sure. Yeah, I, I feel like we both definitely have a lot of stuff going on on that end. Um, but it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, like you mentioned, I, I do, you know, the travel, I do the marketing with you. I always feel like I'm into something new and I get that a lot everybody's like, oh, what are you up to now? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I kind of started doing it like, I was like 10 or 11 years old and I kind of started getting into this whole entrepreneur thing without even realizing it because I started like making jewelries and going to craft shows with my aunt and selling it there and things like that. And um, growing up, my dad was always like, oh, go to business school. That's how you make money. And I'm like, I hate business. I don't want to do that. <laughs> but now here I am, you know, have multiple businesses yep. and I love it. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Well, and kind of talk a little bit about um, what entrepreneur her, the program. So sure. entrepreneur H-E-R, her, yep. um, for female business owners, small business owners, kind of talk a little bit about empowering women who are in, who are in the business world. Yeah. So, um, gosh, it's been over a year now. I started looking for a networking group because like we've said, I'm from a small town. Um, there's really no in-person networking for businesses, let alone, you know, young business professionals, entrepreneurs, and then definitely not any like that are women focused. So I started thinking and looking around and I really couldn't find any that fit me anyway, because most of them were so diversified, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I wanted to find some group where I could relate to the people, you know, they were young women entrepreneurs who understood what it was like being 24 years old and a business owner. <laughs> so I see, and I wish I would have had that when I was 24. Um, I'm a little bit older than Hannah and 
when I first started my doula business, I didn't have that. I, I was in rural Minnesota trying to be a doula. And that's why I went back to business schools because I was sick of recreating the wheel. And I feel like a, a networking group like this would have saved me so much like time and money from the mistakes. Right. And that, well, and that's exactly what I wanted to do. Like I wanted to find some group that I could ask questions, just even find, you know, that friendship, relatability, whatever it may be, you know, in that group. And I wanted to bring women, young women together like that. So that's where I got this idea because, you know, I started searching and I did find some like Facebook groups for business women, um, women entrepreneurs, things like that. But as I dove into them, they were all, you know, in their fifties or they all had kids or they all were retired and starting their business as a hobby. And it's just not relatable. So that's where I got the idea right. of entrepreneur her was to start this group that was specifically for, you know, young female entrepreneurs where you could come together virtually um, and not because of the COVID thing, just because, you know, I'm an hour away from a big city and I wanted mm-hmm. to bring them together no matter where they might live. Um, so I wanted to do, you know, start something like that with a mentor group and business resources, resources, um, training opportunities, things like that. Um, so that's where this entrepreneur came from. And I actually launched it in January, finally, of this year. It's been slow because I haven't promoted it a whole ton right now, but it is up and running. So but I'm we're gonna, out. we are yes. gonna, because <laughs> this is amazing. This is absolutely amazing. And I think, I mean, I was just going to ask, how can people find this? How can people find you? Sure. Well, it is up at Entrepreneur. So entrepreneur, but without the R and her. So we can post links. Yes. (laughs) Entrepreneur.life. So instead of .com, Hmm. it's .life. Um, So we do have a website. We're on social media. Um, There's... You can sign up on there. I am offering the first month free right now, as well as we kind of work to build up that subscriber base. Um, But yeah, there's a lot of great opportunities right now. And we are looking for mentors to kind of get up and running too. So if you're interested at that, you can definitely sign up or contact me on the website as well. That's freaking awesome. I think I think that's something I absolutely want to bring into the birth world because there's so many new doulas out there that that need that kind of mentorship. And that's something that I've really been striving to wanting to do. And I really think um, maybe you should actually also talk to uh, Faith Gunner from Gunner Consulting LLC in Minnesota. I'm going to plug her in right, right now. Um, uh, Faith is a very good friend, mentor of mine. I have personally worked with her on so many different things and she's led me down so many different opportunities. And, um, you should talk to her about that. I think she would totally be on board with something like this and and have a lot of connections within Minnesota even, but this is not just Minnesota or Wisconsin. This is nationwide. So if you're listening and you're from California or Texas, reach out to Hannah because, we want young entrepreneurs. We want female entrepreneurs who can connect with these mentors. It doesn't matter how old you are and let's be successful. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and like you said, it's, um, it's nationwide. 
Um, hopefully, you know, eventually we'll even grow to be worldwide. And I, um, some of my goals too for it is to start, you know, in-person events. Uh, once we can kind of get back into that again, I'd love to do some actual in-person networking events or conferences, retreats, things like that too. So. Absolutely. And that kind of ties into your travel stuff, doesn't sure. it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely have the experience to plan these things because I do have a travel agency as well, Natural Trek Travel. Uh, it's been a little slow this year with the uncertainty of everything, <laughs> but I think I kind of maybe see travel picking up again sometime in the near future. We'll see. <laughs> well, let's hope. I mean, let's, yes. let's really hope. I mean, I as far as I know, it really hasn't stopped too many people. Um, I know quite a few people who've gone to Florida, Mexico, um, uh, Arizona is another popular destination I've heard of people going to lately. So I don't think it's, uh, you know, hopefully it's picking back up, I guess is what I'm getting at. So, yeah. And I think it will, it just, it'll take time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's, that's really, really awesome. And I absolutely love this and I love everything that you're doing. This is why I love working with you because <laughs> you know, you've got your things and I've got mine <laughs> and they just kind of mesh and it's, you know, being an entrepreneur, I love, I love that you started at such a young age because they always say, um, like millionaires, they, they start at a young age or they have seven lines of revenue that come so different seven streams of of revenue coming in that make them a millionaire and not that we are millionaires or we necessarily want to be millionaires <laughs> but we just <laughs> we like what we do we're passionate about what we do and we like helping others and so it's it's a big part of who we are and it also gives us that freedom of being entrepreneurs um that is super important you know and and for and for the listeners who don't know, I mean, I guess I should probably dive into my entrepreneurship. Uh, a doula, most people, hopefully it's 2021, most people should hopefully know what a doula is. We are non-medical support personnel for families who are going through pregnancy, birth, and the postpartum phase. So we provide physical, educational, and emotional support uh, during that phase of your life. And I found a real passion for it, not even necessarily as, you know, being my own boss, so to speak. Um, I just found a lot of passion in it in the sense that I was a young woman at the time. I was in my early 20s. And <clears throat> the things that I was learning, diving into... Uh, having a family. I was looking at starting a family at a young age and I was learning things. I had no freaking idea. I didn't know. Um, like I had an option of not giving birth in a hospital. I could do a home birth, you know, what the difference was between a midwife and a doctor and you know, why that was important. You know, I, and as a 20 something year old woman, I was like, why aren't we talking about this? Why isn't it something that women are talking about? Why is this so taboo? And it drove me absolutely nuts. And so for me, it was more of the education advocacy piece of it saying, Hey ladies, we have a choice. We don't have to do what everybody says we have to do, what society says we have to do. Because the medical system that we have right now isn't that old. It's about 100 years old. And 
just because it has been the quote unquote norm for the last hundred years doesn't mean it's right for everybody. There is no cookie cutter approach to healthcare and birth. And that's what really drove me to become a doula. Well, as I had mentioned before, I felt like I was recreating the wheel in the sense of trying to run a business. I had no idea what I was doing. I had a two-year degree and just my associates. And so I went back to school for business to actually apply it to my doula business and walked out with a marketing um, side gig. When you and I met, I was just starting out some social media stuff. And I didn't expect it to turn into something where I could sustain my family off of <laughs> for a couple of years now and really grow into a full-fledged business, you know, an LLC, which is just crazy to me. Um, so I still have my doula businesses. I still have one in Minnesota and I have one here in Wisconsin. I've got a lot of little projects that I'm working on, one with Faith Gunner. Um, pregnant in Minnesota, pregnant Wisconsin. That's kind of a website listing for birth workers and for families to try to find local resources for doulas, midwives, um, cloth diapers, maternity clothing, um, and for small business owners to be listed on. So she's also kind of got that same mentality as far as the entrepreneur, her aspect of bringing local um, businesses together. And so uh, that's kind of where my entrepreneurship started and where I'm at, but it also kind of dives into the adventure pieces that we're going to talk about with <laughs> the adventure riding. So, um, we kind of talked about traveling. Um, and so I guess I'm going to kind of bring us into this next piece here, but a new business that, uh, my husband and I have started, um, or I should technically say my fiance, because we're not getting married until June this year. We had to push back our wedding due to freaking COVID from last year. But I just call him my husband because it's easier. We live together. So whatever. <laughs> but um, uh, Jamie, or aka Ox, uh, he has always had this dream of riding motorcycle for a living. And he's very into camping and being outdoors like Hannah and I are. And he likes to ride these off-road adventure touring bikes. Um, he personally does own a BMW GS 1150. And it is a beautiful, beautifully made bike. They are meant to do what they, what they do. I mean, they are on-road and off-road. You can take these back roads and see some beautiful scenery. And I am a brand new rider. And I'm hoping to get Hannah on a bike this year <laughs> and start teaching you um, because there's not a lot of female riders. There just isn't there. I mean, there are, and the few that I've met and seen, you know, we're, we're a different breed, if you will. I mean, you love, you love, a, love traveling. Oh, you yeah. love traveling. So I, I cannot, I, like you have to get on one of these things. Oh, I'm excited places... too. Oh, good. Okay, good. I'm or just I mean, nervous, just, but I'm excited. Too. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's okay because I, I'm a new writer, and there's nothing wrong with being nervous because yeah. it's something different. And I think, I mean, I don't know. For women, it's not as common, you know. I mean, I, I know plenty of women who do ride motorcycles and it's the, it's the standard, like sportsters, like street riding, like 
oh, I'm a badass on, on, you know, not that there's right. anything wrong with a Harley. I'm not going to, I'm not going to dish on Harley owners, but like the type of riding that we want to do and that Ox is going to be teaching how to do with the Winter Oak Adventure School, it's, it's a whole new ball game. It's an absolutely whole new ball, ball game. And from what we've been reading up for the last year is that it is one of the fastest growing industries of 2020 and 2021. I mean, the adventure riding, off-road motorcycle riding is is just booming. It's absolutely booming. And well, <laughs> like good. the BMW. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the, I mean, there's BMW, there's KTMs. Uh, Harley Davidson di did just come out with their Pan America or they're releasing it in May or something. Um, so they're a little a day late and a dollar short, but um, I mean, this is, this is where people are wanting to take it. They are wanting to get away. They're wanting to hashtag, however, whatever the symbol is, hashtag uh, moto distancing. <laughs> and it, that's a, that's a new thing. I mean, you're taking these big motorcycles on logging trails you're taking them on dirt roads you're getting away from the city you're getting away from cars so you can go gorilla camping so you can go camping so you can go fishing or go bow hunting and that's what winter oak moto adventures is all about we're about traveling the unbeaten path and exploring new areas and i, I will get you on a bike this summer all right <laughs> No, definitely. I will get on a bike this summer. I am excited to try. Uh, like I said, I'm excited, just nervous, but I'm sure I'll love it if I do it. So you will. You absolutely will. I mean, they are big bikes, and that part is intimidating to a point. To a point. Like, I'm a brand new complete rider. Like, I've been on four wheelers, but I've never driven a stick shift car, truck four-wheeler or anything like that so the whole shifting thing is a whole new game for me <laughs> but like I am bound and freaking determined and for anybody that doesn't understand what adventure riding is and especially if you're a woman you absolutely absolutely need to look up who Jocelyn Snow is and oh, yeah. freaking freaking Ox will call her you know my woman crush and let's be honest she is <laughs> So Jocelyn Snow, J-O-C-E-L-I-N, and then Snow, S-N-O-W. She is a, like, 5-1 BMW GS rider, and she rides the big 1250cc bikes. And that's just, like, the size of the engine, and that's how big they are. They're heavy, tall bikes. And she's short, and she has a YouTube channel for people like us. I mean, Hannah, you're a little bit taller than I am. So you have that kind of slight advantage, but sure. you're skinnier than I am. You're skinnier than I am. So it's a little bit, a little bit different in the sense of how you're going to handle these bikes, but there's so much to learn from what like Ox has to say and what Jocelyn has to teach that, you know, us as new riders are going to be picking up on. And so that's, that's a real adventure that I'm, I'm, I'm blogging about. And if you haven't read my written blog yet, uh, you should check it out already because it's been very fun to to start doing. Yeah, definitely. Plus, we both need to learn so we can do our women rides. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, and the thing is, is we can always um, have Ox teach us some stuff because we're going to have a course here at our house. 
um, on our property. And he's got the Motor Adventure uh, School. So teaching off-road classes and and skills to new off-road riders. You already need to have your street endorsement, um, but those are easy to come by. And, you know, we can even start there. And, you know, a couple of years down the line, you and I can be doing retreats yeah. <laughs> with these bikes. <laughs> That'd be fun. It's going to be fun. It's Yeah, yeah it's going to be very fun. Um, I guess kind of not last, but least, but where this... Uh, heathen hotties comes into play. <laughs> I think you should tell that story because I've been talking too long. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. So, well, we had to put on a, we couldn't decide on a name. We have the worst time sometimes deciding on like names for businesses, names for blogs. So we decided to put a poll on our Midwest Business Adventures page um, to see, you know, get suggestions for names for our homesteading life blog that we wanted to start. Um, so uh, was it J- Jamie? <laughs> Wasn't he the one that was... No, it was Steve. It was, it was Steve. Oh, I was thinking... <laughs> Yeah, well, we got all kinds of interesting ideas. So. <laughs> it was totally Stephen. We should totally plug his book right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Stephen, one of our clients that we work in, he just came out with a great book, um, The Elder Futhark by Stephen Spears. You'll have to check it out. We'll leave the link as well. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a good friend of ours. Um, I met him a couple of years ago, and I was so excited when he reached out to to me or us about helping him get his book um and blog off the ground because he's just a very interesting guy, and I love talking to him. I mean, you could sit and talk to him for hours and hours and hours, and I cannot wait for him to start his podcast too. So for anybody that's listening to us, they absolutely need to check out Steven. Yes. Um, you know, if you, you know, I hate to sound cliche, but if you are a Vikings fan um, or if you're very interested in Norse mythology or paganism, this is a new, a new take on the Elder Futhark, which are, is the ruins, and these, this is kind of a part of my faith. I'm not going to speak for Hannah, but I mean, for, for my faith, for Stephen's faith, in reclaiming our history, our culture, um, where we come from, our ancestry. And that's why Heathen Era, that's why uh, Stephen suggested the Heathen Hotties. Yeah. <laughs> because that's kind of a, uh, you know, just a connection we have with, with our community. And it just, I don't know, it kind of stuck. Yeah. Yeah. It stuck <laughs> and we liked it, but we're like, oh, we don't, maybe he also suggested the Heartland Hearse. So which, which is the one we went in. That's why went with, and that's why it's Heartland Hearths by the heathen hotties because we're like, do we want to put it that out there for our homesteading <laughs> kind of thing? Because it's not entirely it, you know? <laughs> right. But definitely well, a big think, part. Yeah. And I think Ox was the one that suggested the Heartland Hearths. Oh, was it? And then Steven suggested, or something like that. Between oh, okay. the two of them, between <laughs> the two of them, we got our like, main line right so <laughs> I must have had that backwards 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, one way or the other, it came through and it's right. just, so we might dig into a little bit about that because a lot of the, a lot of the homesteading aspects of it and who we are ties back to, you know, cultural roots, our ancestry, and a lot of what we have to do with um, being self-sufficient, being, you know, gardening and, and being entrepreneurs. I mean, if you look at the nine noble virtues, uh, being self-sufficient is one of the, is being, or industriousness is one of the nine noble virtues. And that is something that you and I have really strived for, not necessarily just with the marketing, but the homesteading, the gardening and, and feeding our families and feeding ourselves, like that's important to us. That's kind of at the core of, of who we are. And that's where the, the hearths part of it comes in because even though you don't have kids yet, I mean, I do, but you're a branch of my family. You're a branch of, you know, of who we are as a, as a small community or inner Garth. And that's important to me. And so like, I'm excited for you to come out this summer and for us to, you know, to work yeah. on the garden together, to have chickens and, oh, you know, I'm spend more time good. together and yeah, yes. and ride, and, you know, ride these motorcycles. So that's just, that's super, super important having that community. And, and that's where the, <laughs> yeah, I mean, call, you know, leave it to a typical guy to come up with heathen hotties. Right. But... <laughs> But we won't, we won't be mad at them. No. That. That's just all fun and games. Right. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's who we are, you guys. And we're very excited for you to kind of stick with us during these podcasts, these blogs, these posts. Um, and I mean, leave us with questions, suggestions, things you want to hear about. I mean, we're going to try to do some frequent updates. Um, I'm not sure how often, how often do we want to try to do this? I mean, as much as possible, right? Yeah, I think, I think maybe trying to do at least two a month to start, but I'd love to do them even weekly if we can down the road. That would be amazing. And it, this authentic raw, uh, podcast is, is where I want to take it because I think this is what is really going to reach people. And I want people to interact with us in the sense of telling us what they're doing on their homesteads, where they're at, um, what their business ideas are, what questions they have. I mean, even if it's just, how do I start marketing? I mean, we can answer those kind of questions on this podcast and, um, we hope that everybody's doing well. Happy spring. Do you have anything to wrap up with? No, I don't really think so. I think we covered it. Finally looking forward to this warmer weather. I know today is kind of rainy here too, but <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really excited to get started on the podcast too. And like you said, do that just authentic conversational type podcast and being able to listen to our listeners and see what kinds of things they're interested in and what they want to hear about and just kind of Absolutely. go with it. Absolutely. Well, good. I think uh, that should pretty much wrap it up. Thanks again for listening. Uh, thank you all for subscribing. Make sure you check out any links that we post in regards to Faith Gunner Consulting, LLC, Entrepreneur, Her Life, uh, or Dot Life, excuse me, uh, Stephen Spears, Elder Futhark book, and uh, Minnesota or Minnesota. Goodness gracious. Edit that part out. Uh, Midwest business adventures for any marketing that you might need for your small business. And, um, uh, yeah, 
thank you guys so much. We'll catch you later. Yeah, thank you.